We're live, Grace. We're live. You're in South Carolina. I'm in South Carolina, Spartanburg, Spartanburg, South Carolina. How you doing on this Monday? I am fabulous, Eric. I am so glad you asked that. That is such a kind thing for you to do. I am excited for today. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited for tonight because today's already passed us. But I accurate. So accurate. I didn't get that right. You fixed it for me. That's why I love that you've got my back. Always got your back, Grace. Are you ready to do this? Yes. All right. Listen up. Episode 10 plus 7 is where we are at. So let's enjoy a nice long chat. I'm Eric Idiot Renner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right. Business up front and party in the back. Together, we are the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between. If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. Seventeen, Grace. Episode seventeen. We've been doing this for four months now. That's crazy. And you know, I'm excited for today because we decided, you and I, we said, you know what? Let's. Um, we've had some fabulous guests lately, but uh, I kind of miss you, buddy. Aww, I miss, I, you I miss too. chatting with you. Yeah, they like they they come on and they talk about amazing things, but they kind of yeah. get in between you and I, you know, like yeah. come on, back up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I got to know what's happening with you. We don't get to talk otherwise. Oh man. So we don't have any guests on tonight, but it's just you and I and everybody who's listening in talking about um we want to talk about summertime running because uh summertime nutrition and hydration and and it's just a lot of fun uh running in the summertime so yeah you know that that song from greece summer loving yes we're, we're doing that but it's summer running oh that's what's in my head i don't know why i can keep going <laughs> i can't i don't know the words <laughs> that's great yeah that that is exactly what's happened and a whole lot of summer running um what did you you just came back from maine any highlights lowlights um crack maine. maine is awesome i mean we go we do the bar harbor thing acadia national park you know along the coast but you know most people most people don't realize how many trails are on that island and they're be- it's beautiful a thousand footers up and down crazy technical like i could barely even call it a run and you get up top and it's just the coast as far as you can see it's phenomenal yeah it was fun Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Great. i um got to do some volunteering over the weekend volunteering for uh scott newcomers race called on the rocks trail run is in york pennsylvania at rocky ridge and I uh, got to see my friends running, and it's always a good time. Good time volunteering. It's a different side of racing. I encourage everybody to volunteer at races because it's uh, you. Um, you have some volunteer. Are, are you doing an aid station at Eastern States this year? Yeah, the Tombs Flats, previously Slate Run. Yeah. I can see my buddy Matt Smith out at Rocky Ridge too. 
Is he signed up for it? I forget. No, no, at uh, oh, Rocket on the Rocks. He just did on the Rocks. Yeah, yeah, we're doing an idiot runner aid station is at Tombs Flats where they, the runners are going to actually cross over Pine Creek now, which is a pretty cool addition to the race. I mean, okay. really. And uh, they'll be greeted by us on the other side, giving them what they need and what they don't need. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. It's going to yeah. be a party. It, it is always a party when you volunteer. So if yeah. you haven't done it yet... Definitely go out and volunteer because it's super fun. And um, I don't know. Let's let's talk about summer summer running. What is what are your what are your tips for summer running? Man, man. I don't. I mean, you I have it up or you do the same thing. Do I what? Switch it up? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it's all the basic stuff we all know about, but like I was reminded of summer running in Maine this past week because the one day was super humid and mm -hmm. I went out with my normal shorts and a tank top and I came back with sore nipples and a sore crotch. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And it was like a, I don't know, we were up maybe two or three hours. It was nothing crazy, but it, we were soaking wet and yeah. the temperatures were cold enough where things changed and yeah. I got in the shower. I was like, well, there's a, that's a sore crotch right there. That's a burning crotch. <laughs> that is a burning crotch, how to prevent a burning crotch. So you got to make sure I keep lube in my car at all times. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I should have, I didn't even think of it, but then, you know, from now on through the rest of the summer, I'll be aware of it obviously, but I needed that one wake up call. Yeah. Happy Monday, Jeff. I love um, what else? I mean, well, what's your favorite? What's your favorite chafe stuff? What do you use? Squirrels, squirrels, nut butter. I'm, I'm a fan of that. It works. I don't, I mean, I know there's a bunch of other good stuff out there, but yeah. it, if it's not broke, don't fix it for me. It, it seems to do the job. Um, and for my nipples, I've said this before, but nippies, the, the cute little sticky things, they work great and they stay on forever until my wife finds them like around the laying in the shower floor or something Ew. like a week later. But yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I use, um, I also use squirrels, not butter for my feet and my cracks. And then I use, um, gold bond friction defense for my legs. Comes here's, in a here's a question for you. And Gabe, Gabe's on here listening. He's a big biker. So he might be able to answer this even better as we didn't really dive into it too much, but Becky, Becky got some squirrels nut butter that's made for biking, um, mm. but it was it's a different formula, and I wonder what makes it different and why. Hmm, I don't know. Hmm. So, yeah, maybe he'll chime. Gabe will chime in and uh, give yeah. us this information because he he bikes stupid miles. Yeah. Eric Sornipple Kosek. Like well, that's happening. We are changing your name. No, I, I figured. <laughs> uh, so uh, then hydration is next. Um, you hydrate more in the summer, I assume. I know I do. I mean, I think we all have to. Yeah. I still find that I, me personally, I think I sweat less than a lot of people. But like mm -hmm. today in North Central PA here, it is swampy out. So I went for a short four mile run and I was totally soaked. So, I mean, it's all relative, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I tried, I'm just trying testing out scratch. You ever, you ever drink scratch? 
Yeah, I've tested out Scratch. I um, I kind of have an iron gut, so pretty much anything I try usually works well. The only stuff that does not work well for me is anything with a lot of salt content, just because I I don't I don't right. sweat a whole lot, and I also don't have very salty sweat. So some of the precision hydration, the higher salt content and element, I don't do great with. But pretty much everything else I do fine. Scratch is Scratch is pretty popular among bikers too. And it doesn't have much sodium in it. It's just very high carbs and it's yeah. very, it's very uh, easy on the stomach. There's not much flavor mm -hmm. there and there's not much sweetness, which is amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing with it a little more in the next couple of weeks and months. So one of the other things I want to make sure I don't forget to talk about um, because in uh, um, who is I think Larry, Larry Baker had said, it. I posted some photos from the, the uh, race that we were volunteering at. And Larry had said, you know, it was kind of the, the first real, real hot race of the summer, um, at least for the weather in, in Southern Pennsylvania. And one of the things that we had done um, is, and Scott does this, the race director is he has ice and water and buckets, and then he has these shop towels and you, you know, tear off a couple shop towels. And what I'll do is I'll take the runners and I tell them to turn around. I take two shop towels and I just squeeze out ice water along their arms and their shoulders. And I'll do their head too. Um, most people want their head wet, but if you really get the surface area of your arms cooled down, it can really keep your body temperature just a little bit lower and keeping your body temperature lower keeps your heart rate lower. And we all know that getting your heart rate up too high, especially in ultra events is what um, can contribute to you bonking early. So I think a, a really great thing to do if you have ice water. And the other thing that I, I learned this at Miner's Lady, um, using a sponge. So a sponge with ice water, you can just like squeeze it on top of people. And it did feel amazing, Matt. That's why I, I try to get everybody to do it. I had a runner who came, a lot of runners, I said, do you want a cold towel? And they kept saying, no, 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 I'm okay. And then the old school runners who've been doing it a long time, all of them said yes, because they know it really like it really, really helps to keep yourself a little bit cooler um, and uh, uh, keep you moving a little bit faster than you would if you didn't cool down some. So sponge with ice water or shop towel with ice water. And then if you if you have any creek crossings. When I do hotter races, every single time I hit a creek crossing, I just put my arms down, water on both my arms, and then keep rolling. Yeah, and it's important to note that you don't have to be dying of heat before you get those wet towels and ice bags. I mean, and I'm saying that thinking of Western states where we all watched this past weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> what what uh, It was the first creek crossing they came to. It wasn't a huge one, but all the front runners were making it a point to, to waste, not waste time, but that's what it seemed like so, to soak in the deepest part, yep. knowing that it would pay off later because they're, you know, like you said, lowering that heart rate and, and it wasn't even hot out yet. And they yeah. just knew that it would pay dividends later down the road. It really does. It only takes one second to just do a quick dip or at least get your arms wet. And, um, and like I said, I think, and putting your hat in and, and put, getting your hat wet, 
that can be helpful too, but really getting as much surface area as you can um, is helpful. So your arms, your legs, and then uh, you get that a little bit of a cool breeze and suddenly your, your heart rate um, stays down. So um, yeah, I, <laughs> thank you for backing me up. <laughs> Forearms have the closest blood vessels to help cool you. It is, it's uh, not so much a head, although if you have a bald head, I don't know if that makes a difference, Eric. Wow. You'll have to, you have to let us know. <laughs> uh, so um, those are a couple of the tips. And then what about um, eating? I mean, I don't change. I guess I don't really change what I eat in the heat per se, other than during a long, long ultra where my body forces me to change what I'm eating. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what I do, what I would do. And I would more get calories from liquid, try to get more calories from my liquid, whatever I'm drinking than anything, I guess. Yeah. Personally, what about you? Yeah, I, I think I mostly eat the same. I change it up just a little bit based on the temperature, like, you know, chocolate's going to melt in your pocket. Um, so there's there's a little bit of variation just based on whether food can stay that long. But yeah. other than that, I pretty much eat the same. Um, I tend to not get my calories from liquid. I like to regulate my calories pretty tightly. So if I'm getting my calories from liquid, but I'm also trying to hydrate more, I might be overdoing it with calories now. And it's with a bunch of liquid and nothing solid to soak it up. So I think it really depends on the race distance. Um, a shorter race, obviously, is not going to be as much of a, uh, a deal. But in those longer races, I really like to separate out my calories as much as I can. Um, so that I can regulate closely my total calories, total carbs every hour. A couple other um, good ones that have come through. Jeff threw this into the chat, um, recently switching to Goo Roctane. Uh, Goo has, has really been investing in their research recently, and I've heard really good stuff about Goo Roctane. I think there's some people who shied, I'm, I'm certainly one of them, shied away from Goo for a while because I just didn't really care for the consistency of the gels. Um, but I think they're worth investigating again if you're somebody who didn't like them, you know, five, ten years ago. And the Roctane is the powder drink. Yes, Roctane is the powder drink. It yeah. is pretty delicious stuff. And I, I I don't know why I never got more of it, but it, it was one of my favorite ones um, compared to all the other choices out there for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's nothing like that. I'm, I'm the same way, like the goo. When anybody says goo, it's instantly thinking of the packet. Yeah, yeah. Syrup or whatever you want to call it, goo. But yeah. um, it's pretty good, and it's not that sweet, and it, it definitely goes down easy. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, another one, a dip would likely um, keep you from using as much sweat to cool yourself too, right? I mean, that's, that's definitely possible. I'm not sure. Um, but I would think that your sweat might cool, uh, calm down for a little bit, um, after getting yourself dipped into a nice stream and that can, uh, help with becoming dehydrated. So I just can't say enough and it's just fun too, is to dip yourself into a stream. Although I will, so I'll tell you this story. I, where was I? I was doing... Was I doing trail work? I don't think I was doing trail work. I think I was just running over on the Mason Dixon trail and it was a really hot day. And I just decided to hang out in the Creek for a little bit. And I must've had my phone 
in my upper pocket and it fell into the creek. Yeah. And I was, and then I like put my headphones back on. I started running away and I'm like, oh, my music's fading. Where's my phone? <laughs> I went back to the creek. Well, I found my phone in the creek and it worked for like two years after that. Hmm. <laughs> Not good. recommend. But I don't recommend doing that. Uh, so be careful where your um, electronics are when you uh, use the sponge or the creek method. Just throwing that out there. Maybe I should, for like the idiot event coming up in a couple weeks here, maybe I should get like a kiddie pool and just keep filling it with water. Yeah, kiddie pool. And I'm telling you, the sponge works better than uh, towels. You would think towels, but sponge, that's where it's at. Hmm. Yeah. I have some kind of buff that has a pocket in it you can put ice in too, like yeah. a zipper pocket. Yeah. Ice is helpful. Ice water sponge is just, oh, it's glorious. All one, right. thing, one thing I'm always surprised about for myself, and I don't feel like I'm a heavy sweater as some, I don't really need to, I don't take in that many salt tabs uh, on long, long events and things like that. I don't cramp, knock on wood, like some people do. Um, but I do, I mean, it is noticeable, like, in a long event, and I'm talking ultra distance, like, I, I will, I'll stop peeing, even though I'm drinking a ton, like, mm. a summer day, a hot summer day, eastern states, for example, you know, you're, you're drinking, you're drinking, you're drinking, and it's just, I mean, it's I, you're sweating out more than you think. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it takes a while to really get used to how much you sweat, and I think, you know, as, as I put together training plans um, on those Saturday runs, I put notes in there. I was like, you need to drink a lot more than you think you do yeah. <laughs> because uh, we all I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. Every time it hits summertime, I just don't drink enough and you need a lot more than you really think, even for me. And I don't sweat a whole lot. Uh, same as you. And and uh, we all just need a lot more, although I. I'm, and this is part of the challenge of being in the back of the pack is you're out there a lot longer. You know, if I'm doing a 50 K, I'm going to be out there for a really long time. A uh, hundred K I'm going to be out there a really long time. And it's just so critical that I don't get, um, that I at least push off dehydration as long as I can. So it's, um, uh, you know, I'm, I, and I, I tell runners to, to drink a, a little bit, you know, drink like a gerbil. So you drink a, a little bit at a time. And uh, one of the other things that I, I see people struggle with gut issues, um, sometimes it's not what they're eating, it's that they're not drinking while they eat. So uh, I try to encourage runners to, you know, you, you take in, maybe you do a gel. Those gels are made to have water with them. Oh yeah. You know, you have a gel or maybe just half of a gel, half of a gel, drink some water, five, 10 minutes later, have the rest of the gel, then drink some more water. Um, so I think especially in these hot months, if you're not drinking water at the same time as a gel, it can really just stick in your stomach and give you some, some uh, stomach issues. I love that Matt Smith just straight up said he pooped in the woods at 18.5 miles in. I love these details, Matt. And yeah. I, um, I wish I would have known this earlier. He's owning that. I mean, it's that's what it's all about right there. But yeah, back to the gel. I mean, I don't, I try, you know, living on trails anymore, a lot of the time I try to eat real food, I guess, as much as possible. But when I do eat a gel, I don't, 
I'll put the thing in my mouth and then get water or my, my hydration to mix in my mouth before I even swallow it, which yeah. I feel like mix the, in your mouth before you swallow. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, let's move on from that real quick. Um, yeah. that, that automatically gets it diluted going down in your stomach and, yeah. you know, so you're not, you don't have that half a gel going down your stomach and then you're drinking. I would do it in your mouth hole. <laughs> <laughs> do it in your mouth hole. But I think, I think there's some people who think that they can't do gels and it's really that they're just not drinking water with their gels. Yeah. And that's, that's how they're meant to be consumed is with a little bit of water. So uh sip it before you sip before you put into your mouth hole is the tip of the day that's a great tip yeah you know and matt just added in there i wasn't sick i just had to poop i mean i i run faster after i take a good dump so that's probably what made you run so fast over it was it was raining saturday too so the rocks were slick that was smart move, Matt. It only takes a minute. Yeah, I mean, we. It's worth noting that Manitou's revenge happened this past weekend. Oh, too. Yeah, Manitou's happened this past weekend. Western States happened this past weekend. Oh, yeah, I tried. I tried getting. I tried getting Courtney on the show, but she was um, booked. Yeah, Sharp Top was this past weekend. There's a um, a lot of great races. It was a busy, busy weekend. Yeah. What about, um, what about having, I mean, one of the things I want to talk about is just, I see a lot of families coming out in the summer and I don't know about you, but part of what I love about running is that I get to feel like a kid again. I think it's just so much fun, um, to jump around on rocks and then play in the Creek and then run on some trails and, um, and that, is that part of it for you? You know, it's funny. Cause when you watch a kid <clears throat> run around and frolic or, or play, like they don't, we, we think about the act of running. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you, you do. And a lot of us do every time we run, it's like, Oh, I got to go for a run. And how long is my run going to be? And am I going to run up a hill? Am I going to run flat? Am I going to run and put stuff in my mouth hole? All that stuff. But <laughs> You know, when you see a kid run, um, they they don't think about any of that. They're they're just running for for fun, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I try to be mindful of that, but I I feel like as adults, it's it's hard to hard to do. I mean, I know I think we're all doing this for fun, but I don't know what what's your, what's your thoughts? Really, I don't know. I I I love it. I think it's so much fun. I I um. You got to run with me some more then, buddy, because I'm a blast out there. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, but yeah. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. you let stuff get in the way and you forget to, to just have fun, I guess. Yeah, I I love, you know, um, Laura and I went for a fun run and, and stopped and had a beer in the middle of it. And that was fun and stop and take pictures. And I love trying to jump from rock to rock. And then I love getting to a, um, you know, same Matt put into the chat, flying down technical trails, like you get to a technical downhill and I'm going to see how fast I can go down. <laughs> so a part of it's slowing down, but part of it's also speeding up and seeing like, well, how fast can I get up this hill? 
Um, I, I love it. And something about the summertime just brings out the fun part of trail running for me is, is just, um, and I think, I think I missed it a lot last year. Last year I was dealing with an injury and I'm, that I'm mostly over right now. And so I'm just feeling so energized this summer and I just want to run out of the trails and bounce on all of the rocks and I don't know. I love it. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's exciting because my, my girls are finally getting old enough where they can literally run with us, you know, up in Maine, Lauren, my oldest Lauren and Casey went on several runs with us and we're talking, Lauren did like eight or nine miles with 3000 feet of gain, like pretty big runs. And she also fell and cut herself open, which was totally mm -hmm. awesome. And she was very proud of the blood pouring out of her body, which is, yeah. It's cool to watch. You know? um, so that thing does it for me, you know, and watching just uh, kids getting into the sport. Yeah, that and that's. I'm very interested in. Um, I, I love what April put into the chat. I enjoy the fun and lighthearted feel, but I really crave the sense of accomplishment afterwards. And um, uh, absolutely, and also if there's blood involved, then that's just proof. I think. <laughs> So how do you, how do you as a dad and the, the, you know, the both of you, you and Becky as parents and both of you being runners, how do you determine, how do you help regulate you, the girls and, and how far they're going to run and how much they're going to run? And that's a great question. I, I mean, I've always told everybody, like, I don't, I'm excited to see where my girls take running or where they want to take it. You know, I, I don't ever, I don't ever push them to train. Um, I kind of hint, Hey, guess what? Like it's summertime and cross country's coming up. If you want to, if you want to do good, now's the time to start working, but I'm not going to tell them, look, tomorrow's Tuesday. That's workout day. Get your butt out the door. You know, right. if they're not, if you're not, they're not feeling it, I'm not, I'm going to let it go because that's going to just push them away from it. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's the way I think we handle it. Lauren tends to, oh boy, I don't know. I mean, she wants she wants to do all the things, and she she is a very strong runner for her age. Mm -hmm. um, but I I also want to make sure she doesn't get hurt in having all the fun and doing all the things because she's only fourteen. Yeah. Okay, you know. Eight mile, like anybody that heard those numbers, eight to nine miles or 3,000 feet of gain, that's a mountain trail run on very technical terrain. And she was staying up with me just fine. I mean, it wasn't super fast running, don't get me wrong, but it was still hard, straight uphill. Mm -hmm. She's a kid, though, so she recovers faster, too, than, than, I, than this, this old guy, at least. <laughs> I mean, if, if they're having fun, I, I have a hard time stopping it, other than I am very mindful of um, their, their age and, and where they're at growing and she's, they're growing very fast and bodies are changing, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's fun to watch Grace. It is. It's fun to watch. I love watching the posts that you have. I think this sport, um, because it is so lighthearted and fun, I think can be very healthy for young people to get into. And it has such a strong, um, family feel most of the time and has such a strong, um, it's very inclusive um, for the, you know, I, I think it has a lot of positive aspects. 
and I've seen some other sports and how they can get pretty cutthroat. I think trail running is, is um, at least right now and for the most part, a, a pretty safe space for kids. Um, but there's also not a lot of research out there about how many miles are too many miles um, for young kids. And I think that's we'll, we'll just have to see how it goes. But there's a lot more younger people getting into the sport, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, she just took two days off when we got home, you know, just yeah. there's no reason not to. Lauren did because it was up in Maine. That was her highest um, mile mileage week yet. Obviously, mm -hmm. she was last and we're on vacation, but she you know she knew that she should reel it in and give herself a break, even though she's feeling fine. Yeah. But no, I mean, I've mentioned this to you several times and it, it always scares me about school sports. And I'm only, I'm going to just get up on my little um bucket here for a second soapbox for a second but it I, anybody who does coach or who's seen uh other sports being coached knows that running is tends to be used as a punishment mm. in other sports and it's mm. it's a shame for the people us that love the sport of running because there's kids and i don't I forget when you actually went on your first run ever or anything like that, Grace. But I know for me, I was always an anti-runner. I I looked at people and it just didn't make sense. Why are you doing that? It's stupid. There's no reason to run 26.2 miles or whatever distance it is. Yeah. And whatever. I think like, you're not – I don't you're why? And But it took me a very few short runs before it just snapped. And I was like – I love doing this. And I, don't know why I, did. I don't know why my body, my mind loved it so much, but what I'm getting at is it's, it can be that just one run. There, there's kids out there that don't know they love running and all it might be is taking them for a mile jog down the road for them to find that out. But if you're not delicate with that, that possibility, if you, if their first experience is doing a hundred meter sprint because they didn't score that goal or whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. you might destroy that for the rest of their life. Yeah. yeah I'm wrong, but I, that's what it scares me about. I that. know some people who feel that way. Yeah. I know some people who, you know, come out of the military and they're like, I never want to run because that was punishment in the military. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's people who they played soccer and running was punishment in soccer. And, and so uh, it's a shame that running is punishment for certain other sports because there can be so much joy in it. And I remember, I remember when I first, um, I've you know been running off and on my whole life just because you know you had to do it in gym class, and then sure. I used running for a little while at the gym to lose weight or whatever. Went through that whole phase. Um, but when I truly got into running in the very beginning, it was, oh, man, what am I going to do to get myself out the door? And then there was a point at which it was like, man, what do I what do I have to do to to keep myself from running and stay focused on work and responsibilities? <laughs> because I just want to go running all the time, <laughs> you know, and and I talk to people, especially newer runners about this when they talk about, you know, doing their first half marathon or their first marathon is like the half marathon, the marathon, the ultra, whatever it is, is, is an awesome experience. But if you don't have some amount of joy in the process, um, then this, this might not be the time for you. I think you got to get to a place where you enjoy the process and enjoy the training. Maybe not every training run. I still, 
like hate track workouts, but <laughs> I think you got to enjoy that process to get there and, um, and not use it as punishment. I don't think running is punishment. It can, it can be so much fun because it is like this thing. We all did it as kids for fun. And then somehow it got turned into punishment and now we're doing it for beers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, and I, I agree with the track. Now, a lot of people don't like the track, but um, like April Woodhouse had said earlier, you know, it's the accomplishment when you're done doing that Wednesday workout at the track, like you're, mm -hmm. you're running it all day. It's the one day that you don't want to run because it's on a track, but you hammer this workout, you do it. It might be pouring mm -hmm. rain or whatever that might be. Yeah. Man, when you get done that, you feel like a million bucks, you know, yeah. At least I do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I always try to figure out why Lauren, Casey's just getting into middle school cross country this fall, which I'm very excited about mm -hmm. that she wants to do it. And she's going to, she's going to excel at it. But Lauren, Lauren's always loved running. It's never been a question. She likes cross country. She likes doing trails. And I've always, I'm always trying to figure out what did I, why? I love that she does because it's something we can share as a daughter and father and, and right. Becky as a mother, obviously. But what did we do right in quotations to to get her at, as a 14 year old to love running? And I honestly believe it's just her going with us to our events that we've drug her along to um, since we've been running, you know, different races, 5K, local 5Ks where we used to mm -hmm. run and hold their hand and finish up to um, Eastern States and getting watching the true um feel of what what goes through people's lives as they cross 100 miles on foot and get to see that in person and i mean obviously i mean no all kids don't get that opportunity to experience all that to love running but i just i really you know as a cross-country coach and in lauren's school i know there's kids that don't think they're good at running that are good at running yeah <laughs> you know? they just don't believe it and all they have to do is try it and, yeah, but I don't. Yeah. Well, and I think to your point, having the right community around you too. Um, you know, my daughter did cross country, and um, and she wasn't. Uh, she had a lot of fun with it, but she wasn't in first place or anything like that. She enjoyed it, but you don't have to be good at something to <laughs> to get enjoyment out of it, right? You don't have to be in first place or second or third. And um, so I go to her cross country meets, and I remember hearing these parents, this one parent, it just stuck out in my head. She was screaming at her child. Um, uh, and she, she said, um, you need to move faster. You're better than this. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just a terrible experience. And, um, Last summer, my daughter came to the idiot run and I was like, and I was injured at the time and I couldn't take her around on the course. Um, but I, I sent her with uh, Leanne Martinez, who is just like this shining, yep. happy person in the trail community. And I'm like, Leanne, can you please go around with my daughter? I need her to understand what the trail community truly is. And I need her to be at the right environment for that, the right race with the right people. Um, and then, and she just absolutely fell in love with it after that. So now she trail runs. Um, but 
cross country she enjoyed because she liked her teammates um but she was pretty turned off by the race experience because it was just parents yelling at their children and it's pretty pretty negative so it definitely depends and i know not every place is like that um it's pretty competitive area so um i think having that exposure to those great races and and there are a lot of them in um you know i think on the east coast that are are very inclusive so or just in the trail running community in general i think we have that we've all kind of decided <laughs> yeah. you know let's have this this vibe um and we're gonna we're gonna hold fast to being friendly and inclusive and if you're not gonna be friendly or inclusive you can go find another sport yeah and i mean as far as the kids go like little loggers events and everything they're doing up here craig's doing with getting kids involved is just what's needed i think i mean these kids will find out that they love this thing that they had no clue was was a uh organized thing that they could do and enjoy for the rest of their life you know and going back to your daughter at our idiot event last summer i remember that clearly and correct me if i'm wrong but after she ran with leanne she did like she did a few loops on her own didn't she, she? Did. and yeah it's like did. I'm gonna go back one or two on her own but i remember her going out by herself and i'm like you go ahead kiddo and she she's a little more a lot more reserved than me mm -hmm. <laughs> so she you know she's a little more hesitant a little more conservative and safe with her decisions she's i am uh you know i'm uh, to a point where i take too much risk probably um but she's she's a uh, very kind and and um and conservative with her decision making. So for her to go out on her own, I was just, I was so proud and so excited that that she was in a place that made her feel safe enough to exactly. go out and take that risk. Yeah. And I think that can be very empowering for, um, for anybody, you know, whether you're front of the pack or back of the pack or male or female or anywhere in between, like it can be very empowering to be in um, a safe space to um, take a little risk and see what you can accomplish. Well, I, people are more reserved than me. Yes, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. You realize more than anybody that that you know the idiot runner. Uh, if we want to call them events or get-togethers, whatever you want to call them, that's that's what they're they're made for for experiences like she had. And I, you know, I remember that. Now that's one of the top highlights of any run I've had up here is watching her kind of break out of her shell yeah. at that point. And man, like, that's what it's all about. I, I, I got to keep having these events just for that yeah. type of thing. You know? Yeah, and, and I think the, the thing is, is it's a catalyst for other things, right? So, um, you know, after that, my, my daughter's in college right now, she shares a dorm with a few other people and there was an opportunity that came up to go to Japan and none of her friends wanted to go. It was through her school and she decided to go anyway. Um, and she didn't know the other students. So she wasn't going alone. She's going with other students, but she didn't know those students at the time. And I think about that race and I'm like, mm, did that have something to do with, Hey, I'm willing to just go out a little bit more. And, and she did, she just came back from Japan uh, last week. And, and I'm like, you know, this is a catalyst to having more experiences. And ultimately, you know, she's doing it for her, um, uh, hopefully her career one day, it was part of school. Uh, but 
you know, this can be um, the the trail community can be a catalyst to all of these other great, amazing things. And we all should just be trail runners all the time. So yeah. there. We should all just be trail runners all the time. Runners in general. It doesn't have to be just trail. Let's not. No, it doesn't. And I think, you know, I think about, you know, there's other people who probably feel the same way about chess or, um, you know, whatever their thing is and quilting. All, there's all kinds of great things. And, and I hope, I just hope that everybody has an opportunity to find their community. And if they don't, then they're welcome in ours. Right. Even the quilters and the chess yes. Chess players. Yeah, they, they can trail run too. Yeah, they can. I bet there's some good ones out there. Yeah, absolutely. All I, right, Grace. Um, I do love this chat blowing up. Uh, so if you're listening in on the next day, uh, if you're ever available on a Monday at 7:30, do join us because we are having uh, having fun in the chat as well. We are live 7:30 Monday every week, and uh, and it's super fun. But that's okay if you can't make it. We like no, it's not, it's not okay. Don't be nice to them. They need <laughs> to be here. All right. They need to be here on the live. You know, a better live. Everything. I've listened to you recorded and I prefer you live. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to kind of wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I think that was a that was fun. I liked hearing your perspective about staying cool in the heat and your tips for uh, running in the summertime. And um, and hearing all about how to how to keep it light and fun in trail running, man, I love the sport. Yes, Jeff Harrod, bring the, all the donuts to the sizzling idiot. That's yum, yum. that's a question you really didn't have to ask. I mean, yum, yum. Oh, come on, Jeff, come on. We can talk later though. Um, next week's show. Yeah, we are bringing on a runner who just finished the last annual Heart of the South, which is a 300 plus mile race. Hots, if, Hots. If, yes. Um, Patrick, you know, I'm gonna get his, I mean, next week, he, the only reason he's coming on is so I can figure out how to pronounce his last name because nobody knows apparently, and it's just making me sound like a fool probably, but Patrick Socks, Socks, <laughs> Saxy, Patrick Saxy, that's what I'm going with. Saxy. Yeah, Saxy. Saxy, like Saxy. Is it Saxy or like? I'm sure, I'm sure I I derailed that last name, but I I don't I don't he don't care. He just finished this race like this week, and it's a pretty phenomenal accomplishment. And nobody's gonna know because they're not gonna have the right name. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. But anyway, we're gonna have him on to talk about his his journey through that race. I mean. It's several days, several, several days of hopefully stories and stuff that he has for us and uh, should be good stuff. And he's also the co-race director of Ironstone 100K, which is coming up in less than two weeks, if I have my dates right. Yes, uh, not yeah. this coming Saturday, but the following one. Uh, very yeah. hardcore 100K in Southern PA on Mid-State Trail yeah. and very technical and rocky. So he's going to hopefully tell us a little about that. It's on my bucket list someday. I'd love to do that race. It looks fun. And other than that, we'll be on. We might throw in another subject or two if we feel like we need it. But yeah. What are, you, what are you doing this weekend? 
this weekend what am i doing this weekend you always catch me off guard with this question that i know um i think i'm just going to try to run, get a couple long runs in i might try to do an overnighter just because i'm leading up towards the 100 miler here and i like to mm -hmm. get my brain and body used to a long run on saturday and maybe a night run saturday night Fun. we'll see yeah, yeah. all right about you uh, I've got a, a party, not running related, to go to on Saturday, and then next, well, we'll get, well, we can talk about it next week. But next Tuesday, I signed up for a five-mile road race, and anybody who knows me knows that I don't do short races and I don't do road road runs. But I'm trying to challenge myself a little bit this year, and so I'm doing the York Road Runners Shoe House Shuffle. That is, it's over by it's so. It, it is a fun race because a lot of my friends do it. Um, and I like to support the York Roadrunners. But there's a house shaped like a shoe. It's literally a shoe house. Cool. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was on It was on uh, that America, the race, the amazing race thing. But anyway, you run to the shoe house and then you run back on the 4th of July. So I wish I lived in like a Hoka or a... Mm, Solomon shoe. I, I I think I'd want to live in a uh you speaking of shoes, I expect a full report next week about the next week. I just wore for the I just wore them for the first time tonight, so I'll get that to you. Yes. So for those who don't know, Eric just bought uh Journey's Killing Journey's new shoes. They're called normals or nenormals, nenormal. I think it's just normal. That, that, normal. that ends just for fun, I think. But yeah, that's his brand. The the I don't I can't even pronounce the what yeah. it is. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I can do what he does now. I think that was the. I'm that's pretty sure it's the one thing that was holding you back this whole yeah. time was shoes. So yeah. Killian Journey has a new brand. He did uh, break away from Solomon, but he you know he still says very nice things about Solomon. And created his own brand, normal. And Eric bought the Killian Journey shoes, and we need to hear a full report next week. Yeah, they're only like six thousand dollars, so I think it was well yeah. worth. It. <laughs> I I bought. Um, I remember I got a bonus from work one year, and I bought um, the Solomon S Lab like specially made Killian Journey um, Solomon, and I liked them a lot. They they felt like a glove on my foot. Nice. So I'm really excited to hear about these princess shoes that you mm -hmm. just bought. They, I, I will give you Cinderella a shoes. Yeah. yeah. All right, Grace. Let's. I think that'll about wrap it up. That's it. Good talk. I. It was a joy to be uh, with just you and me tonight, yeah. and, and the rest of our our awesome people that joined the live. Yes. I just. <laughs> friends out here i'm telling you yeah yeah join us on the chat on the facebook page on uh the grams on all of the places and we will see you all next week later people bye